Welcome into Hitting Hard with John Chuck. We're here in Locked On Sports Atlanta. Today on the show, we'll react to what we saw yesterday with the Falcons and the Saints. I have a message for Arthur Smith. And y'all tell me to trust Snit, so make sure you do the same thing. It's all next, Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, Locked On Sports Atlanta. This is Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. And it starts now. Welcome into this Monday edition of Hitting Hard with John Chuck. We're here in Locked On Sports Atlanta. Head to YouTube.com. Put Locked On Sports Atlanta into your search browser. Hit that subscribe button. We're pushing toward 4,000 subscribers. We appreciate everybody being a part of that community. We are free and available to download on all your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify and Odyssey. Leave us a comment there. And, of course, and a five-star review. And, as always, follow me on my personal Twitter page. That would be at JMCH316. Oh, man, did that suck yesterday. So, of course, the Falcons yesterday lose 27-26 on a last-second field goal by Will Lutz. By the way, how about all the Georgia State kickers uh, in the game, right? Young Waku, Will Lutz, right? All the Georgia State guys that, that were there. But anyway, so here's the thing. Th- this is why this is, is frustrating. And we'll get into the minutia here in just a few minutes. But from the 35,000-foot view, right? You're a team that's probably not going to win a crap ton of games. Nobody's picking the Falcons to be 12 and 5, 13 and 4, 15 and 2, right? I mean, the, the Vegas odds, the people that build all those casinos out there, say four and a half is the over under win total. So you're not a team picked to win a whole ton of games. So when you get an opportunity to close out and win a game, you have to do it. Now, maybe that's part of why you're not picked to win many games is because you're not good enough to close it out. But when you have an opportunity, you have to close that game out. And this is a team now that when you take in the last three years plus yesterday is 7-18 and 18 at home. 7-18 and 18 at home. And remember, one of those home wins over the last few years was last year in London against the Jets, which does count as a home game. So you've only won six games in Mercedes-Benz starting in 2019, right? So you had all of these things going for you. Now, the minutia part of it. I know people are going to ask, well, who do you blame out there? I blame the fact that their defense took the foot off their gas pedal. You know, we saw, so, so there's a lot of good to take away from this, okay? But unfortunately... The NFL is a net result business. You have to win or lose. It's a net result business. And if you lose more than you win, they fire you and go put the next person in. So if you want to keep your job and build something for the long term, then you have to win more than you lose. It's not hard to figure all this out, right? So we dive into the minutiae of some of the good things, okay? Number one. I thought the offensive line and the defensive line played much, much better. Hmm. So you mean to tell me that when you get all the Hamanager jabronis, let's see, let, let's come up with some names. Let's use names like Mayfield, Dante Fowler, Stephen Means, Matt Hennessy. You mean to tell me that when you take those guys off the field and don't play them, that 
you might end up with better results. When you take some of the worst guys in the NFL and put anybody as a better opportunity to be a better personnel player at that position, you mean we have better results? Yeah. Shocking how that works out. When you don't play Stephen Means and Jalen Mayfield, it's amazing how you look better as a group. So I thought the offensive and defensive lines were terrific, at least for most of the game until the Falcons took their foot off the gas pedal. Now we'll talk more here in just a minute, but first let me talk about my friends over at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your sports betting needs. Look, full bore in the NFL season. Baseball division race is coming down. College football season cranked up, right? Everything is right there at your fingertips at betonline.net. It's got all of the best information you need for your sports wagering. It's got e-betting, scores, podcast information. Everything that you need is there at betonline.net. So take that mobile device, very simple, head to betonline.net, get all the information you need to be smarter in your sports wagering, make the smart wagering information, get all the stats and everything that you need there. Betonline.net is your number one source for all of your betting information. So the offensive and defensive line of scrimmage played well. What, what, let, let me put like this about Mariota, okay? What you saw with Mariota was some of the things that made him the second pick overall, and you saw some of the things that made him three teams in seven years. Thought he did a nice job in, in giving them a different dimension running the football. Thought he made some nice passes. Okay, his stats weren't bad. He was over 60% completion percentage, right? But, you know, there were no touchdowns um, yesterday. There were no there were no uh, passing uh, touchdowns in the game. And he only averaged six and a half yards per attempt. So they didn't push the ball down the field like you need to do in today's NFL. Now, look, some of that will come in this, that, and the other. But the, the fumble, <laughs> you can't do that. And, and, and that's why he's a quarterback that's on his third team in seven years looking for his next opportunity, right? That's the kind of play that even as the number two overall pick gets you on three teams in seven years. Fair or unfair, whatever like that. That's the kind of defining moment plays was that fumble on third down that put him in a fourth and one. Now, should Arthur and those guys have gone for it? Possibly. I mean, I, you can certainly make a case, but that aside i don't understand why dean pease and their defense four sacks yesterday four four sacks yesterday i don't understand why dean pease and that defense dropped back in that soft zone let mary james well, i should say winston not mariana james winston yesterday in that game had a perfect passer rating in the fourth quarter let me repeat that james winston in the fourth quarter had a perfect passer rating they took their foot off the gas the things that were working early Winston creating pressure getting after him because for three quarters of that game they got after Winston even at times when they didn't get home and sack him they got pressure on him forced him into bad throws forced him to hurry up they did an outstanding job and and I thought they called a magnificent game through three quarters and then the fourth quarter to let Winston drop back and do what he wanted to do A.J. Terrell got picked on yesterday, right? He's got to step it up. Look, guess what? You know what's not going to get easier next week? Cooper Cup, the guy who had the best offensive season for wide receiver in NFL history last year. 
Tyler Lockett the week after that. Look, lots of outstanding wide receivers in this league. He's got to play better, right? But it was so frustrating that all of the things that we did through those first three quarters, we got away from. And that's the thing when we talk about changing the culture, winning, and all these kinds of things. And we're talking about Arthur Smith's press conference, which just blew my mind what he got into. But changing the culture means staying with what is working for all four quarters. Don't give up on something. Don't change up something. Look, they ran the football. They were fantastic yesterday running the football. Patterson had 22 carries, set a career high. He'd only had 16 carries in a game twice in his NFL career. He had 22 carries yesterday, ran it for over five yards an attempt. Everything you could have wanted. Now, look, the wide receiver and pass catcher play, okay? I know Drake London had five catches. He also didn't have a catch in the red zone. Neither did Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts had what, two catches yesterday? Drake London's catches were at the Falcons 21, Falcons 18, Falcons 39, the Falcons 25, and he had one catch in New Orleans territory where the line of scrimmage was at the 34-yard line. So they've got to get their red zone offense figured out because that's one of the other things we're sold on. Oh, big guys, catch radius, London, Pitts, and all that. Okay, well, your your touchdowns came from Patterson running it in like you look like Earl Campbell on a play, and it came from Mariota scrambling one in, diving one in. They got to get better in their red zone offense. But the frustrating thing about yesterday is just the fact that they got away from what was working so well for three quarters. And to let Jameis Winston, who proved yesterday that, look, you let any quarterback in the NFL have time and do what he wants to do, he will pick anybody apart. Doesn't matter what the name is on the back of the jersey, NFL quarterbacks will pick you apart if you're not careful. Frustrating. Now it's on to the Rams, and we'll see what happens from there. All right. I have a message for Arthur Smith off of what he said at his presser yesterday. We'll talk about that next. Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, Locked on Sports Atlanta. Back on Hitting Hard with John Chuckery and Locked on Sports Atlanta, head to YouTube.com. Locked on Sports Atlanta goes into your search browser, and when you get there to our page, hit that subscribe button. Leave us a comment, free and available on all your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify and Odyssey. Download us for free today. Follow me on my Twitter page at JMCH316. So Arthur Smith yesterday in his press conference very abruptly ended us with this quote. Quote, you buried us in May, bury us again. We don't care. We'll get back to work. And he had brought up earlier in his press conference the idea of the media's written us off and, and all that kind of stuff. Okay. So I have a message for Arthur. Okay. When you say the media, make sure you are talking about the right people. Okay. Because while I'm not, I don't consider myself a media guy, but I have lots of friends and I know specific people in the media and I work for a media company work for multiple media companies. I'm not writing the Falcons off. I want them to win. I didn't think that they would be 2-15. and 15. A lot of the people in this town didn't think that they would be 2-15, and 15, that based upon what we saw and Arthur and our coaches and all that kind of stuff, that we would be better than 2-15. and 15. That's USA Today, and that's some of the ESPN pundits. But that's not the local media. That's not the – so when you point those things out, make sure you're pointing your finger at the right people. Don't point it at me or some of my colleagues. I, I can tell you, I know some of those people personally. I don't think D. Orlando Ledbetter wants to see a 2-15 and 15 or thinks that they're going to be 2-15. and 15. I, Again, nobody thinks we're going to be 15-2 and two or 13-4. Or and four. 
but we also don't think we're going to be one or two wins. So look, I, while I appreciate the passion that you have, Coach Smith, in all of this, point the finger where the finger needs to be pointed. Point it at yourself. Point it at your defensive coordinator. You know, don't tell me about celebrating 50 years of Dean Pease in coaching and then take your foot off the gas yesterday. Now, I'm not saying you go into your press conference and you call out Dean Pease or whatever like that, but have a little humility. You know, you're trying to rally us fans to want. Let me ask you, after that performance yesterday, Coach, why do in a few weeks the people want to come back? Why do we want to come back into that building to watch us play the Cleveland Browns, who, with their backup quarterback, found a way to win? Why? I don't know. The best running game in the NFL, Nick Chubb running wild yesterday. I don't know. Did you see Miles Garrett? See what game wreckers can do? How many times they sacked Baker yesterday? They had a play. They had a stretch where they sacked him on back-to-back plays. You're trying to rally your fan base. Coming up and being pissed off at the world for the sake of being ticked off like that isn't selling anybody on it. You're trying to get your fans to want to come back in the building. And when you say, oh, bury us, oh, well, yeah, yeah. Nobody wants to hear that. Have some humility. You know, we can talk about the good things, the running game, the lines of scrimmage, right? There are good things to talk about in the game. But you can't dismiss the fact that you had a game that you were supposed to win and you could have won. And you're a team that is 7-18 and 18 in the last few years at home. I was out at the stadium yesterday. I do a radio show before the pregame comes on when their home games were in the parking lot directly across from Mercedes-Benz Stadium. I literally turned my head and I could see the big building right there behind me. What do you think the first thing fans come up and say to us? Yeah, I don't know. You know, I don't know how much I want to come here. I don't know, you know, how many home games I want to go to. And I don't know what we're going to be in all this, any other. It's like the Drake London thing. You know, you played gamesmanship and this, that. Sell fans on what we are and can be. Not the media buried us and all this, that, and the other. Sell us on what we can be. We'll talk more about this in just a second. But first, let me talk about my folks over at Coffee AM. Listen. I needed about four four cups of coffee this morning from Coffee AM to just try to wake me up and get me through all this nonsense here today. Coffee AM is the best small batch coffee roaster in America. They are local to the state of Georgia, up in the Canton area. Listen, you need K-cups, organic, flavored, whatever. You need tea. They got that. You need a gift set. Whatever you need, it's all available at coffeeam, coffeeam.com. So here's what I want you to do. Head to coffeeam.com today. Coffeeam.com backslash locked on. Head there today. Look through their menu. Get your coffees, get your teas, your gift sets, whatever it is that you need, okay? Put that first order together. And when you get to checkout, use the promo code LOCKEDON. Use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Use that promo code at checkout, and you'll get 15% off your first order at coffeeam.com. Coffee AM is the best small batch coffee roaster in America, local here to Georgia, Head there today and get 15% off that first order. But when that building gets to be week number four, after, you know, depending on what happens out west in L.A. with the Rams in, in Seattle, if you come back 0-3, back to your building in week four, 
to line up against Nick Chubb and Jadavion Clowney and Miles Garrett and those guys, even with no Watson, you line up against those guys, how excited do you think your fan base is going to be? We don't want to hear, you know, oh, you buried it. Who buried you? You know, if you want to call out the people, USA Today, you know, uh, some of the ESPN pundits, but nobody at my radio station buried you. A lot of us have hope and expectation. Different friends of mine in the media. I know the people at Fox 5. I know the DJ Shockley's and the Kelly Price and those people. They didn't bury you. I know Allison and Zach and those people at, at WSB. They weren't burying you. I know people on the other radio station. We weren't burying you. We're trying to hold out hope. You know why? Because having a really bad NFL team in your town sucks. It sucks to have to go through an NFL season when you're really bad. And we're all trying to find hope and reason to stay on board. But you make smug comments like that. Talk about the media buried us. And we're, if you play the us versus them card enough, people aren't going to be with you anymore. And if you're 0-3 and you come back here to Mercedes-Benz Stadium in a few weeks and 1 o'clock kickoff at 0-3 and after the way you've kind of had, how excited do you think people are going to be? You can't be a good franchise without defending home field in the NFL. Even if you're not a great team, at least be good at home. And that yesterday felt like a kick in the phenomenies. And then throw the Braves in the mix, too. And it felt like, well, here's another Atlanta sports weekend. But you have to understand the audience that you're talking to. And I know Arthur Smith doesn't care. And I know he's emotional. And I understand that. And I appreciate the passion. I appreciate the passion more than giving me our stupid bumper stickers like we had with the last guy. Fast and Furious, Hunger Games Index, Do Right Longer, The Bears Loose. You know, all that nonsense I had to hear. What the hell does any of that mean? What, the, what does it mean the bear's loose? You should be at the damn zoo or quit going out in the damn woods if you're going to find the bear. But point your finger at the right people. First off, point it at yourself. Point it at your defensive coordinator. Point it at your quarterback that you handpicked to be here. Point it at those people. Show a little humility. You know why some of the people in the media buried you? Because of what you did yesterday. If you give somebody a flamethrower, okay, here's what you also don't want to do. Give them a five-gallon canister of gas to go with it. And that's what you did yesterday. Fans will be with you, and we want to believe. I'll speak for myself. I want to believe. I believe in Arthur Smith. I'm an Arthur Smith fan. I'm an Arthur Smith defender. But you'll lose people if you go down the, well, the, it's us versus them and the media buried us and this and this and the other. Because fans won't stay on your side if you go out there and lose games. Look, it's one thing to say the media buried us coming off a win. But you can't lose and lose the way that you did and then say, well, the media buried us. Well, that's why the media buried you, coach. Is because you lost a game yesterday where at one point you had a 98% win probability do it. And it looks like it's the Dan Quinn era to a lot of people all over again. How long before Arthur Smith comes up there? The Bears loose, do right longer, fast and furious, embrace the suck. How long before I get that? 
You have to win in this league. And I know he's learning to be a head coach. But point your finger at the right people. Point your finger in the direction of the people that it should be pointed at. Don't worry about the media and what they do. Help the fans rally around you and keep them on board. Because I promise you, in this town, you know, you can lose the fans very easily. Get too smug, get too big for yourself, and don't perform or deliver. Fans won't want to support you. That building will look empty come 1 o'clock on Sundays. All right, when we come back, you have to trust Snitker because you told me I have to trust Snitker. We'll talk about that next. Hitting hard with John Chuckery, Locked on Sports Atlanta. Hitting hard with John Chuckery and Locked on Sports Atlanta. Head to YouTube.com, put Locked on Sports Atlanta in the search browser. Find our page, hit that subscribe button, leave us a comment. We are free and available on all of your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify and Odyssey. Leave us a five-star review. Download us for free today. And, of course, follow me on my Twitter page, at jmch 316. It was not a good day for the Atlanta Braves yesterday, who lost two out of three to the Seattle Mariners. No shame in that. Seattle's been a really good team. You're playing in their home park. They are fighting, scratching, clawing to try to get a wild card spot, right? But yesterday was one of those weird games. Jake Odorizzi did not pitch well. Braves got down six to one. Then they rallied for five runs in the ninth and they tied up six six. And then Kenley Jansen comes in and he gives up multiple homers. And people went nuts. Because, look, let's face it, Kenley Jansen has not been that effective of late. Brian Snitker, in his post-game press conference, was asked about, hey, you know, Jansen struggled again tonight, hurt you last, you know, tonight again, you know, any thoughts about changing or this, any other. This is Brian Snitker's quote. Last five outings, he's had three saves. He's been, He was pretty good Friday night. He had a bad day is all. He's leading the league in saves. And that's what he said about it. That's his exact quote, by the way. I literally took his exact quote from the presser that he had yesterday, okay? So here's the thing, because that was online on Twitter, um, the, the, the clip of that press conference and those exact words that he said. And then all the managers came out. Oh, yeah, sticker this, uh, you know, he's, he's got to make a change or this and the other. Well, wait a second now, hold on now. See, this is this is the funny part, okay? It's funny how everybody has situational memory on certain things, right? So. One of the things that I got a lot of grief for was I said for years that I didn't think Brian Snicker was a great manager. I thought his decision-making left a lot to be desired. And I, the specific one I pointed to is why he started Dallas Keuchel against the St. Louis Cardinals in that playoff series, which ended up that Keuchel got two starts and didn't win a single one. They didn't, get, they didn't win either game that he started. When Mike Soroka, who had the best adjusted ERA in Major League Baseball, when you adjust for – Ballpark averages and things like that. When you do the the, the sabermetric metrosexual analytical stat lines and stuff like that, right? He had the best ERA in baseball. His adjusted ERA was the best in Major League Baseball. I think it was second or third overall in Major League Baseball at the time. And he decided not to go with that guy. And he went with Dallas Keuchel because he's a bulldog and he's got experience and all that. And I scratched my head like, why? Why are we not pitching our best pitcher? Oh, Chuck, you have to trust Snicker. And then last year, I thought he managed really well. They caught lightning in a bottle, and I thought he managed really well, and they won the World Series. And everybody was like, well, you got to trust Snicker. You got See, I told you, I told you. Okay, if you told me to trust Snicker then, then you better be telling me to trust him now. And everybody, and every, listen to me, everybody who wants him to change closers better take their own advice that they were giving to me. Because I told you four years ago, his number one strength is also 
his number one fault. That's his loyalty to his players. The reason guys love Snicker is because he's upfront, he's loyal to them, he always has their back. That's also what hurts him at times. So I don't want to hear about Kenley Jansen, even if he's not performed well, because all closer, how many guys have a season where they're Dennis Eckersley in 1992, right? He's got 33 saves with seven blown saves. That's an 82.5% save percentage. That's down because he's mixed in another blown save out there. But do you realize that the guy who's got the second most saves in the National League right now has eight blown saves with, I believe it's 31 saves? The kid that was traded from uh, San Diego back over to Milwaukee, he's at 79.5%. That's the number two save guy in the National League. So, look, has Jansen pitched well of late? No. Is he your closer? Yes. Does it suck when he blows a game? Yes. Snickers also right. He was fantastic on Friday night. He did look different. But because it didn't work out yesterday, now everybody's, oh, Snickers got to make a change. You know, he's Jansen. You know, everybody's all of a sudden pointing out what Jansen's stats have been the last couple of weeks. Okay. That's closers in Major League Baseball. Will Smith wasn't perfect. Again, how many guys are Dennis Eckersley in 1990, 91, 92? How many guys have a run like that for their Cy Young MVP and all that kind of stuff that goes along with it? Closers are going to get banged around in Major League Baseball. Doesn't mean Jansen's not the guy. Doesn't mean that you need jerk, you know, at this point of the season. Well, Chuck, they're trying to win a pen. Well, they were trying to win a World Series last year. They're trying to, you think this year's any different than last year? They're trying to win playoffs in a World Series and all this, then, you know. And Will Smith showed in the playoffs how good he was, right? So everybody out there in listener land that got on me about my takes about Snicker and how wrong I was now want to tell me that they need to make a change at closer. Well, hold on, Chachi. Either you trust Snicker all the way or you don't. And it's okay to question a manager's decision at times. But don't don't come at me and say, well, you you know, you, you were wrong about Snitker and then tell me he needs to make a change now. If the manager tells me he's going to be fine, then he's going to be fine. Well, they've got Iglesias. Cool. That's not his role. Iglesias' role right now is not to close out games. They have a guy who they use as their guy to close out games, who had a bad day yesterday but was really good Friday night. And the manager summed it up for it. You can like that or not like that. But the idea of that it's always knee-jerk reaction. When it goes well, everybody's right. When it doesn't go well, you know, it's the opposite, right? So, again, do I think you should make a change at closer? Not really. Yeah, it kind of sucks what Jansen's done here in some of these outings. But he's your closer. You have to you have to ride or die with him. Yeah. First off, the fact that you were even back in that game. You know, those are things that are more tangible to change. Stop pitching Oda Rizzi. Find another guy to pitch. Anybody. Bring Bryce Elder up. Whatever. Find somebody else to pitch. I know the closer blew it yesterday. But if you believe in Snit off of last year, then believe it all the way when he tells you he's our guy, we're not changing, 
He's pitched well. He leads the league in saves, which he does, right? Leads the league in saves. And the vast majority of the time, 82.5%. Yeah, that's not Dennis Eckersley of 1990-esque type of numbers. But again, he's done the job. If you believe in Snitker, believe it all the way. Just like last year, nothing should change. But I get it. Things didn't go well yesterday, and it sucked to lose a game like that. But again, did you even have any business getting back into that game after your starter got it? To, you know, you, you got it to a six to one deficit that you were in. You know, what's the win percentage on games that are six to one as they move along, coming back and winning those games? But because of how they lost, I get it. But it was funny yesterday looking on Twitter as that clip played, and then everybody talking about how there has to be changes. Those are all the same people that have told me for the last few years, trust in Snitker, believe in Snitker, believe in what he's got going on. Okay. What my message to you would be then is take your own advice. Do the same. What you're asking me to do, you do the same as well. I think you stay with Jansen, you work it out, you figure it out, then you go from there. But maybe you don't pitch Oda Rizzi again. Maybe you try somebody different now at your very start or whatever. We'll see. Look, wasn't a good look yesterday, but you lost. At the end of the day, you lost two out of three to a pretty good team. Now it's on to San Francisco, who is a good home team. We'll see what happens there. All right, thanks so much for making Hitting Hard with John Chuck for your first listen every day. Make my friends over at ATL Day Ones your second listen. Jarvis Davis, Tanitra Batiste, two friends of mine that are talking all things in the heart of the city of Atlanta. Free and available on our YouTube page. Also, download us for free on your favorite podcast platforms. Spotify, Odyssey, leave us a five-star review. Then follow me on my personal Twitter page at jmch316 we'll be back with you tomorrow this has been hitting hard with john chuckery locked on sports Atlanta. 